gentlemen, boys, and girls, this is episode 21 of the Flights of the Roundtable podcast, and we are live at Midnight Mulligan Brewery, and it feels damn good to be here. It does. It, it definitely does. does. Guys, we are the Flights of the Roundtable because we drink flights of beer, and typically we're at a roundtable, so I'm kind of mad you guys didn't have any, you know, roundtables here, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. We'll let it, we'll let it slide, we'll let so, it slide. you know. We love to drink beer. We love to talk about football. And another reason we started this podcast is because we love Charlotte, right? And we're trying to put the beer scene on the map. On the map. So that's kind of our ambitions there. And uh, looking to have a good night here tonight. So. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Just a uh, just quick disclaimer, everybody. Obviously, we're at a live setting, so you're going to hear background music whenever we post this. Or noise. On, or noise uh, on Friday. And we're live on Instagram, too. So come and check us out. Yep. Um, but we have the absolute pleasure of having Jeff from Midnight Mulligan Brewing with us. Yep. Jeff, how are you doing on this wonderful Wednesday? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking, Daniel. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that, that's outstanding. Um, talk to us a little bit. How long have you been with the brewery? Uh, talk to us about your story. Yeah. Uh, so I've been with the brewery since the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. And we, uh, we opened up in uh, late December, right after Christmas, so we're, we're pretty fresh. Um, we were the newest brewery here in town, and now there's uh, there's already been some more breweries that have opened up since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I've been brewing professionally for the last, going on 10 years. Um, it's been great. I love I love beer. I love making beer. I love drinking beer. So, so, for the so why beer? Why not wine, whiskey, or like mustard? Something like that, mustard. you know? Yeah. <laughs> mustard wine. <laughs> mustard wine. I like drinking beer the most. That oh, okay. all, all of those four, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've always just been intrigued by uh, the brewing process, and then I got bit by the bug from the, uh, the home brewing mm-hmm. back. Uh, I'm from Oregon originally. So uh, did that back there, carried it on over here, saw how under... Uh, served the Charlotte community was, and so I got in with uh, Birdsong Brewing, uh, and was there for seven, eight years. Wow! Yeah. Did yeah, the Oregon wow. Trail to uh, North Carolina? I guess. Yeah, yeah. did it backwards. <laughs> did it backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah. Um, well, Jeff, kind of like what we mentioned, we are an NFL-based podcast. So, One. from an NFL standpoint. Favorite team? I know you're from Oregon. Is it from up there, or is it kind of around the U.S.? I would say it's probably Panthers, since I've been here. I've been here for ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, Love them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, in Oregon, it's it's it was so dry for NFL that we were. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was either the 49ers or it was the Seattle Seahawks. Huh. And when okay. I was growing up, okay. Jerry Rice and Steve Young were kicking butt. So they were kicking ass. They were kicking yes. ass. So I, I definitely was a 49er fan. I had a Jerry Rice uh, jersey when I was growing up. Okay. So, yeah. so whenever you moved, you just changed because you're from you're in the Carolinas? I love football. I, I My dad's a coach. My brother's a coach. Oh, wow. I, I grew up playing football. Uh, but since I got bit by this beer bug, I've kind of really <laughs> focused on beer. Football's kind of faded off a, a bit. That's, so. That sounds more like a gift than a curse, honestly. Yeah, you know, it's, been, that's, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that that's outstanding. Um, one of the things you you walked us through a tour yesterday of the brewery, which we really appreciate. You got to see all the ins and the outs. What's the craziest brewery story you have? Whether it's from here, you said bird song, maybe home brewing. What's the craziest yeah. thing you've had so far? It can far? be anything. That, that's a good craziest question. Craziest thing. Yeah. Craziest. Well, so the other day, funny enough, so we were drinking that IPA that I have in the Bright Tank. Yeah. Uh, the hazy IPA. Outstanding. I'm, good, I will right? add. Yeah, handsome bugger. Uh, oh, yeah? The, the IPA snob approves? Uh, I, w- I wasn't feeling very hot, and it was damn good. Okay. Good. Yeah, you're <laughs> sick. Um, so, yeah, that's a uh, 6.5% hazy IPA. It'll come, I'm kegging it tomorrow, so we'll release it tomorrow. That's but, awesome. Um, yeah, so gave you guys a sneak peek on that. But that beer specifically, um, I had something that had never happened to me before, which is a uh, it's called a beer geyser. So, okay. Yeah, explain that. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a thing with these hazies. Um, specifically where you uh, do an active fermentation dry hop. So there's biotransformation that happens between the yeast and the hops um, and basically gives you more of the notes that you're looking for um, out of both of them. Uh, So basically the beer is fermenting, it's active. You add the hops in at that point in time and ideally the beer doesn't come geysering out of the fermenter ah. as you do that. But I was using a new yeast strand. I was I was trying Ooh. not to come in the next day. Uh-huh. I was kind of rushing things. Okay. Uh, I have a 
wife and baby, and so I was like, oh, I just want to get this done today. Um, and I almost had it too, but the, the clamp didn't end up seating quite right, so I, I, ha- I was covered in beer and yeast. <laughs> I have a video. I'll show you guys. It's yeah. fucking oh. hilarious. So did you, like, obviously working at a brewery, you, can't, you come home, your wife notices a smell. So, like, this time when you came home, was she like, all right, something fucking happened? Oh, I had to take a shower. <laughs> yeah. I was a little covered. wet. Yeah. Oh my gosh! In, in yeast, so it was it was thick. You oh, know? It, yeah. was, it was wild. I'm sure I'm sure the car was smelling real nice from that oh drive home. Oh my gosh! Too. Yeah, I think I threw with the shirt away that I was wearing. <laughs> I just drove home yeah. without a shirt on. You, you're probably hoping like this is the one time. Do not pull me over. Yeah. Do not get pulled over. <laughs> like right. I, this is the worst timing ever. Just sober as hell. You're you show me your yeah. beer certification car. Yeah. I swear, officer. Officer, you're not going to believe this. Buddy. <laughs> you're not going to believe this. Um, yeah, it was funny. So that that was your craziest. What's the coolest story? You know, like something maybe, I don't know, heartwarming or what have you. Like, what's what's the coolest yeah, thing? Yeah. And, and uh, any, like, celebrities? Like, any Panthers players come through? And, you know, any... Yeah, uh, well, so there was once I was... Uh, so I used to moonlight as a bartender when I was at Birdsong. I'm um, trying to avoid that here if I can. Um, Looks like you got a good crew. Yeah, we got a good crew. Exactly. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, I had to pay for a wedding and st- stuff like that. But uh, one time, what was his name? Uh, he was in Game of Thrones, big guy. Oh, the, is it the mountain? Holy mm, fucking The hound. No, I don't think was it was it the mountain. Was it fucking Hodor? I've never seen, I've never seen this show. Hodor. Dark, dark Thank hair. you. Um, Thank yeah, you. what's yes. his name? Uh, Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman. Khaleesi. Holy Jason Momoa? That guy. Wow. That guy came into the brewery. That's pretty cool. Where the yeah. hell did you see? Oh, he came in here. He came in oh, so when I was bartending at Birdsong. Birdsong. Yeah, okay. back oh. in the day. Nice. Um, so that was pretty cool. He's, um, he's a cool guy. I had no idea who he was, but I could tell he was wearing like a leather vest with no shirt on. I was like, who the fuck is this Who guy? is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Coming in here. Giant man. I mean, I'm 6'5". So you're like <laughs> halfway pissed off at this point. Like someone's taller like, than me. I was like, oh, I yeah. think we were about the same. Um, but he was, obviously, he was he 100 pounds more muscle than yeah, I yeah, have, yeah. for sure. So at first you're a little upset, and then you're like, holy shit. And then next thing you know, you're shirtless with a vest on. And here, exactly. exactly. Je- now, um, now, Jeff, I just want to say. I appreciate that you haven't seen Game of Thrones because I haven't either, and I just have no That's interest it. in seeing it. Oh no, yeah. boo! Yeah, we, we're some y'all big are missing Game out. Th- yeah, three out of sure two here, or five are huge uh, Game of Thrones fans. Yeah, so. well, we definitely know, are. Shit happens. I know, um, I know. So, so let me ask one here, and like we we were dying to ask you this yesterday, but we wanted to hold back. You know, we wanted to give the audience what they need to know. Mm-hmm. How the hell did you guys come up with this name? Were you guys golfing at midnight <laughs> and like I gotta shoot again? You know, yeah. Right. Like, yeah uh, yeah, so Midnight Mulligan, right? Yeah, it, it's unique. It is. It is. You know, it is. nobody else has a name like that. Uh, you would think it's like a driving range. Like, you, hey, Midnight Mulligan, let's go to the range. Head you know? down there. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's a few stories involved here, but uh, some of the guys that I got into business with here, uh, my business partners, they've been trying to open a brewery for a while, and they ran into some roadblocks and hiccups and bumps along the way. Um as well as my own path. I, so I, I was at Birdsong, and then I ended up uh, moving out to um, Muddy River Distillery and learning how to distill some, some spirits, which was really fun. Wow. Uh, making the finest rum in the Carolinas. Yeah. Um, but I love beer, and so I wanted to get back into beer. So uh, for us, it was kind of a thing of like second chances, mm-hmm. redemption, perseverance, okay. getting your goal that you want. Um, a-, a mulligan, if you will. <laughs> Doing a mulligan, burning the midnight oil, those those kind of right. So like uh, the midnight is like the indication you guys are here l- working late. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Exactly. That's awesome. There we go, boys. Exactly. Some that, hard workers here, and I can tell you one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's all I've seen is hard work. So Jeff, you're yep. you're a one man crew back there in in the show getting it done. That's true. Yeah, that's impressive, guys. Yep. That's the only. I mean, I don't know any more breweries around here that where there's are like just that. one person. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Especially with how big. I mean. I, I, the facility, guys, yeah. Folks, right. we'll, we'll post pictures after, but once you see the space and there's just one guy doing the whole shebang, it's, it's shocking. You're, you're surprised at how clean it is and sanitary, too. Guys, mm-hmm. I mean, if you have not been to Midnight Mulligan Brewery in Charlotte yet, I mean, everything about it, it right now is, is screaming, check it out. I mean, Appreciate you check out the windows, you know. The whole ambiance in here. It's the nice. view, you have the backdrop of downtown or uptown Charlotte uh, right. right here where we're sitting. So, like, it's close to everything. This is, a, this is amazing. Yeah, this is. I love this brewery. Been here before. I loved it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and another yeah. thing that, that sets them 
from a side, like sets a difference for from the other breweries yeah. is that they have food here. You know, they serve food. Full kitchen. Full kitchen. I Full <laughs> kitchen. Yeah. How how many breweries have we been to that just do not have? They that? do like food trucks and stuff. That, and that's so you funny you say that. We were driving here together, me and Daniel. We lived together. Um, he was like, "Oh, please tell me this brewery has food." I was like. They do, and he was like, "Yes, I already love it more." <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. It's uh, yeah, it's it's really yeah. So we have a beautiful space. We have the awesome kitchen. We have the great tap room. We have all the windows. I have a beautiful system that I brew on. It's this is a nice yeah, yeah. nice place here. The it's system legit. looks it's legit. beautiful. I it's some, it's some high quality shit. It is. Yes. It really is. Um, Jeff, let, let me ask you. Most unique because you shared with us, you know, different hops and like different processes. What's the most unique aspect? Of brewing beer, mm, yeah, like people that wouldn't they wouldn't guess. Yeah, like you do this little thing that just you mm. know. well. So what is kind of interesting is that uh, the yeast that that produce that consume the sugars that I make on the brew day, convert them into alcohol and CO two. They're living organisms. So every time that you drink a sip of beer, a pint of beer, whatever it is, you are you're drinking something live. Are you calling me a cannibal? Uh, well, it's not human. But, um, <laughs> he's not calling. He's telling you. But it's pretty interesting that there that, that it's it's alive. You know that, that oh, is cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's yeah. a living. It, you know the the old brewery uh, brewers um, I don't know saying is that you know we work for the yeast. Mm-hmm. So you know they're I'm doing everything I can to give them the best environment that they can do to make the cleanest best beer possible, um, time and time again. That's awesome. Yeah. That is cool. Wow. That's yeah. outstanding. You find out so much stuff. Like I'm a big, you know, I'm a big beer drinker, but there's stuff that I'm constantly learning on a daily basis. Yeah, we don't, we, I mean, we don't make it. We just drink it. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really good at drinking it. Yeah, we are. Florian, Florian look, he is too down on the flizzies. You he's, know what I mean? He's <laughs> loving him. He's, he's our, in heaven right our now. Instagram, uh, yeah, too down. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's fucking good. So, guys, I don't think we <laughs> took the chance to do this at the beginning. You know, we're going to have a lot of first-time listeners on this episode. You saw, you heard Dan bring us in. I'm Drew, Daniel, and we got Florian on the mic, too. So, appreciate you guys listening in here tonight at Midnight Mulligan Brewery. Got to check it out. Great brewery. Um, so, Jeff, one last question for you, for me. I'll let the guys go around, too, is... I never used to be an IPA fan, okay? Never liked them. We started this podcast, I've been sampling IPAs, and I have grown to like hazies. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love hazies. Mm-hmm. So what is the difference between a hazy and the rest of the, the IPAs? Yeah, so there's so many subdivisions of IPA out there. Um, so yeah, th- with hazies, uh, generally speaking, you have a lower bitterness, you have uh, a smoother mouthfeel, and so therefore... When you're brewing the beer, you add in things like uh, that have high protein, like oats, like wheat, um, that just make it smooth, like <laughs> wagyu beef, a lot of protein. In yeah, yeah, like <laughs> well, just make it smooth, like juice. You know, you let it finish a little higher gravity, so that way it, uh, you know, juice is sweet. Awesome. Um, those kind of things, and then hazy IPAs usually use uh, these new age hops that are just big on fruit forward flavors rather than traditional, uh, more resinous, piney. Uh, notes that you gotcha. kind of get with more of a yeah, West Coast you do, style. Yeah, you get that pininess in there sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you just exclude that completely. Yeah, yeah. Ge- I mean, generally okay. speaking, you can do just about anything, but right. by far and large, most hazies kind of uh, skip over that aspect of it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. Jeff, a question for me. Uh, for Midnight Mulligan, you shared, you know, been around since uh, de- December or January, right around the new year. Yep. What's been the most popular brew that you guys have made and sold? So I would say it's our Embers Resurrected West Coast IPA. Uh, that was, I think, your first sample on your flight. Uh, it is our, our I think it's going to be our flagship IPA, but we'll see what the people want. Um, it utilizes uh, strata hops in, in the oh, front. Yeah, yeah oh, which you, y'all smelled you those You talked about the strata hops yesterday. Mm-hmm. If you've never smelled strata hops. Yeah. You need to. Delicious, right? Um, so yeah, that's that's probably been our best seller uh, thus far. But it's been interesting. Our golden ale uh, glow was for the first few weeks that we were open. It was just crushing all of the other beers, which I love that beer. I spent a lot of time working on that recipe and, and developing that. But I was kind of in, surprised that it did as well as it did. Um, uh, I think it's because we also have food and it's nice beer to drink yeah, to- while you're eating food. I think it's yeah, a good yeah. beer to, like, it's always a good go-to when you're at a new place. You go for a yeah, golden ale or something exactly. sort of light, a nice color to it. It just looks appetizing, mm-hmm. you know, 
um, if you're, you know, if you start off with a porter, it might be intimidating to someone that doesn't really yes. drink, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, Jesus, I mean, what is that? It's a meal in yeah. itself, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but so, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, Jeff, you bre- you know, you alluded to one of the beers that we're having. Talk us through the other ones that we're having, you know, are they all seasonal or is it just kind of are these all year round T- talk us through the beers we have yeah so we're, we're figuring it out honestly um i think that the embers resurrected is going to be our flagship uh the mully's pale ale is i think that's going to be our house beer okay. but again like if if people are attracted to and magnetized to a different beer different style different direction then we're just going to go with that with that mm-hmm. plan so but that that's the first one we got here in our first flight yeah the, the uh, west coast ipa mm-hmm. and see florian's a little sad over here florian because Why? this is why know, we go through the podcast and we have four different beers and oh yeah yeah you're taking my job today <laughs> in this economy. You're taking my job, yeah. Sorry, we, but it's okay. We, we like that. Um, yeah, yeah. For the audience, typically, I do a little uh, roundup of uh, all the beers we're having on the episode. Yep. Um, so why don't you take that over? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, we got that first one in. First that, one's that's done. delicious. Yep. Number two is our Mully's Pale Ale, six uh, percent West Coast style pale ale. Um, okay. Did not hold back on the hops on that one. Uh, Mosaic Cryo, Idaho 7, Zappa is a new fun hop varietal. Um, It's a new uh, subspecies of hops, which is really interesting. It was found growing native wild in uh, New Mexico. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So, and then there's some guys that I know uh, out in Washington that have now grown that rhizome into into a whole brand, into a whole thing. Now, um, you say it was found wild. Was that yeah. like Christopher Columbus days or like <laughs> recently? No, recently. You know? Okay. Yeah, Got very recently. Recent. Some guy just like came up and like, wow, yeah. it's here. Yeah, I'd say within the last 10 or 15 years. Uh, just that's, that's so cool. Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so I love that hop as well. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a, just a hop forward, West Coast style, super pale, 6%. I like I like hops. Maybe yeah, it's definitely you, I do too. it's definitely stronger, but good flavor. I like it. Yeah, I, like it. I think this is my favorite one so far. Yeah, it's it's more nice. of a new age pale ale than just your classic Sierra Nevada caramel bomb. Gross. Yeah. Which I love Sierra Nevada pale ale. Don't get me wrong, but um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan. I always like to branch out to different pale ales. I, you know right. what I mean? I love the brand Sierra Nevada. They're they're oh, fantastic. Yeah, they're, have you been to the brewery. one what? in Nashville? Oh my gosh, have I been? That yeah. is yeah. the coolest brewery I think I've ever been to. Absolutely, yeah. ever been. When to. you're in there, it feels like you're just standing in someone's dream come true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? it really is. Yeah, the whole property, the food is busting too. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm not gonna lie, they I have know. fucking they have trout. They catch it. I mean, I hope I don't know this for a fact. You don't know if it's you don't know but if it's cod, bro. They, I mean, they're, you're in trout country in the mountains oh, yeah. of North Carolina, yeah. right? So I'd imagine they got some guys fishing in the morning or yeah. whatever. If the boot fits, but you it's know? it's fantastic. The whole brewery is it is great. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, big fan. What's yeah. what's your favorite Sierra Nevada brew? Hmm. I don't know. They're always coming out with new things. Um, their hazy little thing, hazy Love IPA, it. is Love fantastic. I mean, yeah. Wow. The fact that I mean, you can't get it for thirteen ninety nine anymore, Harris Teeter. <laughs> but for know. a while, you could get a twelve pack for thirteen ninety nine, <laughs> and I'm all about that. Do you um, like uh, Tropical Torpedo? Actually, yeah. I my do. my dad, who's here, is a big. He that's probably the f- one of the first double IPAs I ever had was a Torpedo, and yeah. then I showed him Tropical Torpedo, and he said. This is the way to go. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I love both of them, for sure. I-, I love just about anything they put out, really. The yeah. Otra Vase? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what style of beer is that? So that was a Goza. Uh, oh, it is a Goza. Yeah, that's yeah. why I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think a they a port yeah. Are we talking about Japanese food here? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. it might as well be, because it, it's delicious. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. Good. Yeah, it's yeah, good. I'm one. a sour guy. I, I like anything sour, bitter. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? That's awesome, man. So what's this third one here? The third sour one we got. is yeah. our Lush Preserves Mixed Berry Sour. Uh, it is it uses five different uh, mixed berries, uh, mm. raspberry, blueberry, strawberry, black currants, and Marion berries. So I'm originally from Oregon, like I said. Okay. Uh, and I grew up in Marion County, uh, which is where the Marion berry was found and created, which is really cool. So I had to get a box of that and throw that in. Sure. Yeah, beer you, as well. you got to put your stamp on it. Mm-hmm. Now, cool. now, I taste a lot of raspberry. Is that raspberry. your most predominant one in there? So what's interesting is that it was actually blueberry was the most predominant okay. and then strawberry. But the the, with the kettle souring, I have a hypothesis out there. Um, and I think that it's the, where the pH landed on with the, with the beer 
hits the note that raspberry hits as okay. far as pH goes. So I think that there, even though it's not the most, I mean, honestly, it was probably only 10% of the fruit that I added to it, but it, it's so much raspberry, right? That, that's really good. You hit a good balance of not too sour, but also you get those fruity little notes there. So mm-hmm. that's yep. good stuff, man. Yeah, thank you. Now, and what type of, you said the berry that you're from, what and what type, what does it look like? I've never even Marian heard of that. berries, yeah. So they, they look like uh, they're a cross between like raspberry and a blackberry. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, a little more toward the uh, jammy, sweeter side, like a blackberry. Okay. Uh, but there's still a little bit of, I don't know, have you ever had a, like a boysenberry? Yeah. 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 So like how that's different than a blackberry. Yep. Marionberry is its own unique thing as well, but okay. it, it's it's just a different kind of berry. It sounds like it'd be good on a charcuterie board. The things it you would be. the things you learn on a podcast. Right. We found out Daniel is a berry connoisseur. <laughs> 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 you know? It's like, no, yeah, I've had boysenberry. Yes, just indeed. picking his berries in his sundress. <laughs> you know what? You know? I love black currant too because I grew up mm-hmm. with that in my backyard and where I'm from in Norway, and I used to just get them and make my own juice with it. So I, I mean, so good. It, it's super good. That's yeah. cool, man. That's what gives it the nice color. Yes, and that's what I thought the color was from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you use American blueberries or, or wild blueberries? Uh, there's a little bit of a difference. I'm just curious. Right. Uh, they, they would be just uh, American <laughs> okay. blueberries. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Now, well, I support you. <laughs> oh, yep, yep, yep. You sounded disappointed to say that. Like, you knew something. That, <laughs> you know? I'm not out there picking berries. Though, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever do, I'm sure you'll join. <laughs> He's like, I got a family to feed. <laughs> it's like, Jeff, trying to go pick berries? <laughs> I've done that before. You know, I, I've worked on some smaller stuff, you know, home brewing, that sure. kind of thing. But to do it on a, on a 15-barrel system. No, no. Uh, no, I understand. And one man as well. It's, That's it's a lot of pickings. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of pickings. You have enough on your table, on the table, so. I, I love that beer, by the way. That's a good one. It was really Very tasty. good. Thank you. Very tasty. Very good. Now, Jeff, before we before we let you get out of here, yep. one question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think Chris Rock had the right to be slapped? I am more in Chris Rock's camp than Will Smith's yeah. camp. Okay. Yeah, it's got to okay. be. Yeah. Because you think Chris Rock understood his assignment, like he's a comedian, and Will Smith was too sensitive, or were you probably at there? Probably more toward that area of things. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I, I think that, you know, Will Smith obviously was going through some stuff. Um, I don't know his ins and outs, uh, personal life, but I think that, uh, you know, there's some things out there that you can Google pretty quickly that uh, would probably <laughs> cause him to be pretty upset. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And a live wire, and... Uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah. yeah. Google, Google is a helpful tool. Is a helpful. I, I'm going to land more on the conspiracy side of it. I think <laughs> the Academy Awards are where the fuck hosted that shit. Yeah, staged. It was a little staged, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was. Yeah, they the world needed something. The world may never know, know at that time. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of like that. We'll never know. And I like that the the suspense. We'll he never didn't know. Lean into it. That could didn't be true. He, yeah, he kind of smiled and leaned yeah. into it, and Will really. But but then I did see videos back. where he was kind of like, "What the fuck happened?" You know, like. Uh, I but, think he really got. Stuck. But they're, they're but actors. at the at the end of the day, they are actors. Look, that is yeah. what they do. This if is, anything, this is the best performance they've ever given look, in their this life. This is my thing. I think I <laughs> think they true. planned That's where Will Smith would come up, but I don't think they planned the slap. I don't think so either. But I think he knew Will yeah. Smith was going to come because he was too chill. He said some choice words afterwards true. as well. He's <laughs> like, this motherfucker slapped. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably talking to the director of the Academy Awards like, Hello? What the fuck was that? This <laughs> wasn't me. This wasn't in the script. Come on. I saw. A, uh, I saw. Good. I was watching like a golf tournament. You know, like how sometimes they yell things after uh, guys swing. Someone hits. Yeah. Somebody goes, "Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth." After a guy tees off, it was hilarious. That is something. Um, oh, but uh, but Jeff, yeah. So, <laughs> like Florian, sorry, like Florian said, you know, if we can know the answer, right, mm-hmm. that would be beautiful. So if you could know the answer to something else in life, mm. like one thing that you wish you could know the absolute truth to, what would you pick? Ooh, this is kind of like an existential mm-hmm. question. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want mm-hmm. s- switching. Switching yeah, that's, that's an w- interesting one. My, my mind immediately jumps to uh, what happened with those pyramids. Oh, that's good. Egypt. That's a good what one. What yeah. actually happened, because I think it's a little deeper than we all that is really believe. good. Mm-hmm. That is good they, they are like they're perfect structures. Like, uh, wh- isn't wild. it something like they're the angles of the cubes apparently are so perfect that yeah. are like fucking protractors or compasses or whatever the fuck they're called can't even get that angle. That's how perfect these angles isn't are. Isn't that all, nuts? What the yeah. hell is that? Wow. 
That's wow. a good, that's yeah. a good oh, yeah. I've got, Ancient Egypt's pretty oh, interesting. I, I've gone down that wormhole mm. before, buddy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. It's a long wormhole. I can and, tell you. And Jeff, the last beer we have here. What what, what is this? It's, it's a darker one. What do we yeah, got here? Yeah, this is my steadfast porter. Uh, one that I'm I've been pleased with. Uh, all my brewer friends when they come over to the brewery, um, they try everything. They like everything. But it's funny how many just keep ordering this porter, uh, which to me is you know just. They don't have to say it, but I can see that they that that it's a good beer. It's, um, I, I'm I'm getting there, you know. Like I'm slow. I'm, I'm yeah. slowly but surely kind of moving on. I'm, ch- I'm chugging along here. <laughs> yeah. Florian, what do you think of the porter? Since it's all the way in your throat right now. <laughs> I thought it was damn good, and I, I, I like I like porters. I, I like stouts. I like porters. Yeah, it's damn good. Would Thank you, you. Say, yeah. Would you say Clinton Portis? Yeah. Was your favorite football player Clint of all Portis time? Portis would approve. Yeah. <laughs> Flory, what'd you get for? Do you get a hint of anything of that when you when you tried that porter? You hinted at anything? I mean, I probably did, but I drank it really fast because I liked it that much. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't say a McDouble. You know. Oh yeah. Did you put McDoubles in your porter? <laughs> <laughs> um, well. Well, Jeff, we appreciate you hopping on, having us at the brewery. We'd love, you know, to have you yeah. on again. Come back. It'd be an absolute blast. The brews are outstanding. Thank I'm really excited for that hazy IPA. So yeah. We, yeah. We'll, we'll be coming here individually, getting crawlers and different uh, different drinks of that. Let yeah. me know when you do, and I'll have a pint with you. Awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Jeff, hey, we appreciate you coming on, man. You're Absolutely. Great. We can tell you're a great guy. You're doing big things back there. And Can't this, wait to this, see what, what, they, what, what to come. Yes. Yeah, yeah, guys, check it out. Midnight Mulligan Brewery. Jeff the Brewer back here, getting stuff done. Appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you, guys. All right. Well, all right, gentlemen. I'm gonna transition. Yeah, because, you know what time it is. What are what, we? What, what do kind we of, love what to kind of, talk about? What kind of podcast are we? We we're, we're are a football podcast. We are an NFL-based podcast, and I think you know it might be time to jump into some interesting topics here. Yeah. Yes, sir. So want to jump on here drew posed something there are four quarterback situations that i think are currently up in the air from a starting quarterback situation correct you have baker jimmy g who both uh, are going to be replaced you have kenny pickett and malik willis who both are going to be selected in the draft tomorrow right right so i want to hear from you guys week one of the 2022 regular season who is more likely to start out of those people? You want to go, Florian? <laughs> no, I was just shouting out to our Instagram followers. Whoever's listening, I can't see it. I'm, yeah, me neither. I'm half blind. I'm also wearing sunglasses is that indoors. A two? Is that a two up front there? There's no way they can hear us right now. No, I probably no not. Way. But you know what? They they're shouting out shouting I, out lots of things. Yeah. So. I, I saw I, a I comment. Veronica said, "Hi, daddies." Veronica, me puppy. We gotta be careful. We gotta be careful. We can't. I guess we're looking too good right now. Yeah, I know. Well, we can't even get everybody in the in the clip right now. Yeah, somebody says they keep seeing my nose. Oh wow. But no, guys, gonna. What's the question? The the question is: so there's there's four quarterbacks who are up in the air right now to start. Two from the draft and two that are current. Right. Jimmy G needs a job. Baker needs a job. Right. Yes. Willis yeah. is going to get drafted in the first round. Yes. Pickett is going to get drafted in the first round. Yes. Who is starting a game Willis? first? This Willis? is what I have to Malik say. Willis. Willis. I'm going to have. Liberty. Oh, Malik I'm going to go first here. Yes. Take us away. I think Garoppolo actually starts the first game for 49ers. For the 40? For the 49ers. I really don't think that they go with uh, what's his name? Uh, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. But just for the first game, they go with him for the rest of the season? No, I would say they give him like, I think they give Garoppolo one more shot. They give him a few games to prove himself. If not, he's out for the rest of the season. Bang. And then there he is. You know? I, that's hard Trey for me to Lance. agree with that just because Jimmy is so limited. You know? Yeah, I agree, but you know but what? But you think they want to give Trey more time. I think they give him, I, I think they give, they give Garoppolo another chance to prove something in maybe game one at least. Give him game one. Garoppolo game one. If he doesn't prove himself, nah. yank him right away. Nope. Put Trey Lance Trace. right in. In as simple as that. But do you want Trey Lance starting? You might. Yes. You might. It's a good look. I think it's yes. a good look. You 100 you want, do. You want? I you do. do want that? I mean, all the 49ers probably want that. But do you want? It's a little risky, and it, it might look better. 
to start him in game two. I don't I don't hate that opinion. Real quick though, we got Karen right here. She's been helping us out with our podcast. Yes, thank shout you, thank out you to Karen. Much. Say hi. I am so happy that you guys are doing this. I think you guys have great fans, great following, and this is awesome that you guys can do it live. That's yes, great. more to come. Thanks, honey. Thank you. Thank That's you. my smoking hot wife right there, people. Yeah. Damn. This is a paid advertisement. Just oh. a disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by the Radijax. <laughs> paid, paid by Dan. All right, not Dan, us. Dan, I want to hear. I want to hear you next. So for me, I think it's actually going to be Kenny Pickett. Um, Ooh, yeah, I like that. Did the Baker? Wait, yeah, he's draft from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think Trey Lance is going to start. They're going to have Jimmy G backing him up. There, there's there's too much smoke there with Baker. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, it's a wild card at this point. Where is Baker going? He's a backup. He's just going to stay in Cleveland, back up to Sean Watson. (laughs) I was listening back to our podcast Uh, a few weeks ago. You shat on Baker so hard. (laughs) Straight took a poo. Well, hey, it is what it is. I mean, he kind of deserves it. I He does. I I I agree, too. No, it's just because, like, if you you talk the talk, then walk the walk, man. And he can. He loves to talk shit. And he can't back it up with his plays. So, I mean, I'm sorry, but fuck off. Like. That's, no, 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 that's that's fair. So, I'm, I'm going off that with Baker. Malik Willis is a project. Yeah. He has the highest upside. And I saw a report today. Somebody, NFL exec, thinks he's going to have a top eight arm in the league. But I think the most pro-ready quarterback that the Carolina Panthers are going to reach for and start him over Sam Darnold is Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Pickett. And what's kind of interesting there too is there actually are a lot of pit grads in the Charlotte area, so they would they would love that. They would you mean, love. What that. do you mean they came from Charlotte and went to Pittsburgh? Yeah, no, yeah, they went to Pittsburgh, graduated, and moved to Charlotte. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. There, there's a good bit. There's a good bit. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of my thought. I think he's the most pro ready. The Panthers are going to reach because that's. I hope Panthers so. Are. I need that them is to. Not. I hope so. Dan, can you uh, hear me that water? We need something so, different, and so I could, I'll take anything right now, Dan. So, Dan, we're not. I'm not questioning whether he gets picked by the Panthers, but let's say he does get picked by the Panthers, sure. and if he does, he's starter day one. Sure, that's what you think. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah I like that. I mean, he's better than Darnold. Because, yeah. because, and I don't want to long win this. Think about this: if if you draft this, this was like with Baker, any quarterback that you draft high. Your fan base is excited. You maybe got like a like a quarterback of the future, and you're saying to your fan base, "We're trotting Sam Darnold out yeah. there." That, that's a slap to the face of the fan base, in my opinion. Please yeah. get rid of Sam Darnold. I knew Drew was always for him. I told Drew from the day one that he sucked ass, and and he has proven to me he sucks ass. Okay, and get man. him out because he's a, he's an ass sucker. Yeah, why does he emphasize, <laughs> emphasize the ass? I know. It's like, what are you doing later? Sucking ass. <laughs> oh, I need Drew. a stand because I'm having a Charlie horse right That's now. That's okay. Holy but, shit. but I wanted you to go, Florian. I wanted you to pick who you think is going to be starting yeah. the first game out of all those yeah, four quarterbacks. Um, I do think the Panthers go for quarterback, which is not the right pick. I mean, it's a bad pick for them, honestly. But they will, and I think they get uh, Malik Willis, and I think he is the first one to start. I'm not going to okay. lie. Okay. I really do. Yeah, it may, it may, uh, I heard that today, and I actually couldn't agree more. I, Where'd I, you hear it? You think the Panthers uh, get the herd? Willis? The herd. The pan- you said th- say that again. One more yeah, time. the Panthers get Mil- Willis. Okay, the, thank the you. I just want to hear had, it one more time. The herd who had his best NBA players under 25 with Joel Embiid and Giannis on it, who are 26 and 27. Oh. Did he really say that? Yes. What an idiot. Well, okay. they are close. They're yeah, not but they're, but, they're, but they're not 25. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, he's a bet. He's a football guy, honestly. But yeah, but I mean, I, I do think that. I wow. Think so that. we all have someone different. Because you said Jimmy G. You said uh, Pickett. Pickett. You said Willis. I'm going Baker. What? And here, wow. Here's why. Wow. Say that again. How? Here's why. A quarterback is getting injured in training or preseason. Yep. And someone's going to trade for Baker to start. Because I agree. Of an injury. Well, that could happen. Because but of why an injury. Baker? Which quarterback do you think that will get hurt? You. Most oh, per, that's most such a hard question to answer. Could be anyone. Man. Uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Josh Allen because he runs too much. Getting Ooh, hurt. They okay. signed Baker Mayfield. What? Ooh, that'd be a terrible sign. Wow. Like, like Mitch what? Trubisky last year. Exactly. You hear it here first, no. Josh Allen. There's no <laughs> way hey, down. If that happens and, and Baker Mayfield goes there, it's literally he proves himself completely or he's out. 
He's a secondary quarterback for the rest of his life. Or he's not even in that. That, mean, that means Buffalo has like a knack for turning uh, washed up uh, starting quarterbacks uh, into redemption stories. Yeah, that's a very good point. So, guys, we are trans- transitioning to our next topic. We are in the Carolinas, and we told you we love the Carolinas. Maybe I not love, their, I love Carolina. Maybe not their love sports them. teams. Can but, I has, can we, I like do some bad things towards the state of Carolina and like a in like a sexual way though? But like <laughs> Dan, no, get Dan, away Dan, with right. it and like Dan, no, we, we we can talk about that off. Okay, fine, hey, fine. Dan, Dan what the real hell quick, was that? before we continue, then. Can we all scoot down so we can get into Instagram? Yeah, it's it's just me on this thing. It's okay. We're just gonna do a little scooty. Yeah. One to the scoot. One to the scoot. I'm scooting down. A little scoot down, Sash. You know. Now we can all be in the video. You know. Check out our pretty faces. See Daniel and Dan. We are missing. We are missing what you had to present physically. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, we we love our Carolina teams except for the Panthers. Um, <laughs> we have the NFC South, which has the Buccaneers, the Saints, the Falcons, and the Panthers. I feel like there's a general consensus here based off the teams that the Buccaneers are going to finish first. Does everybody yeah. agree with that? I think we can all I assume. Agree. There's no yes need to, to that. discuss we that further. Need to discuss okay. that. Yes. So then I'm glad I, that we all dis- agreed, though. I will transition who finishes second? Let me d- let me just start it off again because I'm starting if, it off. If you say the Panthers, I'm cutting your mind. I am, not, is on fire I am not saying the Panthers because I fire. love my Panthers and I am not picking them. I think they might even get last. <laughs> I think I think if they're not last, they're second to last. They're not. They're not anything <laughs> they're, else. They're not second. They're not second. All right, who you okay. got? Who you got? I got the Falcons. Okay, yeah. Mr. Mariota. I got Mr. Mariota. And I always told everyone that Mr. Mariota was not a second secondary quarterback. He wasn't a second-string quarterback. I don't know what you anyone thought to put him at secondary a second-string quarterback. He even whenever he played for the Titans back in the day did pretty good. And for people for he did. for that for that team to pull him like that and not even give him ever a chance, they I think that was disrespectful. And that, that same franchise thinks they're going to win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill. Exactly. That's disrespectful. Get out of here. That's disrespectful. They should have never have given up on that guy. That guy was actually a great talent. For you to give up on him, fuck those Titans for that. You shouldn't win a Super Bowl for the next 10 years because of that, that right there. So for that reason, he is a, a boss, and I I am a little bit worried that are they are they getting rid of the tight end now? Maybe is what I heard. Who? Calvin? No, no, Kyle. Kyle Pitts. Pitts Kyle man. Pitts? No. Kyle Pitts. They're not getting rid of him. You need about four first round picks. Yeah, I know, but just, well, just making sure. That's a little. Money. We're just making sure though. You remember right? how high I was on him? Yeah, last no, year he is draft. great. He's, he's a great he's guy. A baller, he's going to be a baller. Calvin Calvin Ridley. Now is he is he playing? Is he how, what, what's going no, on this year? He was actually supposed to be an eagle. <laughs> Florian, say oh, what you got to say. But he's out for the year because he gambled on. His sports team again this year too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So no, he he's a great player, so and that's fucked that you did that. You you multi millionaire mug. Yeah. I could see them going receiver first round. I can see that too. They need a receiver bad. They, they could also. I'm just gonna tell you, it could be a sleeper team for a quarterback. I I heard that I today. I fucking agree with that. I heard that I don't, today. Why though? Why? Tell me why. Why, why would you do class? that? Okay, because Mariota isn't a long term. No. Yes, he is for the next what? at least three years. He is no. good to go. I mean, he's better than Matt Ryan, but he's not like let's lead this team to the promised land. I'm taking. I love Mariota. I'm taking him all year this year for him okay. to do good. And that's it. You so guys very clearly that. need perspective. Mariota is not the um, Mariota is not the answer for the next three years. He's a bridge quarterback for at least a year, maybe two max. Sure. But why go all in on this draft for a quarterback? Yeah, why not get that. a weapon, a good wide receiver? You have Calvin Ridley, who's suspended for I don't know how many years. Um, oh, Tyler. <laughs> oh, guys, ladies and gentlemen, it's our buddy Tyler. Yeah, the hawk, the hawk is, the hawk in is the blown in. Flew in the nest. Hey, so, Tyler, real quick, where do the Steelers finish in the NFC next year? AFC. AFC, I'm sorry. In the AFC. Yeah, in their division, what place do they finish? Because we, we thought about this last week. So where do they finish? We all had them finishing last. Come on. I'd love to hear. For, I'd love to hear first, but that's probably not going to happen. Realistically, <laughs> there we I, go. A little realistically, realism. I still think it's a playoff chance. 
Oh, I, that's I, of I, course I, t- that's Tyler's stand, standpoint. Yeah, you know, I hope it is. Honestly, you, yeah, stand by your team. Good, do it. Yeah, but yeah, realistically, I'd probably say third. Okay, that sounds about right. Uh, honestly, that's then that's who, the right. You fourth. don't want to give your Who's team fourth? last. Fourth, Browns. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? what? I respect uh, it. I respect it. I respect uh, it a lot. Hey, hey Colt McCoy, right? I, I absolutely agree. I said Browns fourth. Yep. All right, so Tyler, would you rather have Mitchell Trubisky start your season or Malik Willis from Liberty? Probably Mitchell Trubisky, just because I feel like he's going to come in and have a little bit more game experience. He, he didn't do much whenever he was with Chicago, but he got him into a playoff game. He was still with a team. He was still on a team that went 12-4. and four. There's yep. a coach there. We already got a yep. good head coach, and he's more mobile than Big Ben. Big Ben was like a, a tree back there. Yeah. So I think Mitch Trubisky will have a good fighting chance to come in and um, and do a great job. But I also think that Malik Willis, if we draft him, is going to add a little bit more competitive edge sure, tur- towards Mitch Trubisky. Sure. So I think that's probably going to be a, a good uh, good competition there. Okay. For sure. I, I, I will say I love your quarterback edition. Like, I, I do, too. I, mean, I know. Me I, the you only, were a big fan. The only reason I picked them probably third is because that's the second best division of football. Tyler. It was a that good, really, it was it a good exchange. It might be the best division yeah. in football. I, it's like up in the air. It's them and it's the AFC uh, yeah, North it and the AFC West. If it's not the first. Give me the West. They got better If it's not the first, it's the second. But you have Deshaun Watson, Trubisky. You have but fucking Joe Burrow. But the same Joe reason Burrow. you want to use Deshaun Watson is why you're downgrading them because you don't think he's going to be available. Tyler, I, oh. I picked the Ravens to finish know. third in this playoffs. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> but think I about this. You. I want I want to get his thoughts because we all glamored over it. Yeah, yeah. The Ravens trade for Debo Samuel. Could you imagine that offense? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I, that makes me. Last I, thing I want to see. I told that to someone, but it looks Last like he is not going see. anywhere. That's so all. So you'd I have, have Hollywood, and you'd have Debo. Who's their other third? Who's their other receiver? The, the new rookie uh, that they got, uh, that. Bateman. Bateman, yeah. Mm, that oh, could be from a trio. Kansas City. It would be a trio. Oh, like that would be a trio. Like sp- and like what, a, what a like that would be like AT and T trio, like a fucking like like a, the height wise. And you know? Andrew, AT and, and raising the bars. You have Andrews at tight end. That's true. I mean, yeah. this, Andrews I'm, is up and coming. Oh and, hey, and the running backs are all going to be very nice right now. That is true. So while we're Ooh. on the Ravens, they need one yes. receiver. There, and there is a specific quarterback that could be in for big things next year. And not just him. There's four other guys that we want to hear everybody on here talk about for a second. So, Dan, what are we going to talk about next? So we're going to talk about MVP next season. Last year it was oh. Aaron Rodgers. So the four that we got down – and I need everybody to state their case. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, or Joe Burrow? But for MVP. I'm gonna I'm gonna go first again. Okay. Right. I'm gonna go with Burrow because I think that he had such a great year last year that he he's he's just gonna go out there and have fun this year. He doesn't he he know, he's gonna try and win his hardest, but he's his goal this year, I think he goes out just trying to break records. I think he just has fun and just you say, you slings say, that you mug. Did you say Joe Burrow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'll fuck with it. I fuck with it. Okay. I like <laughs> Daniel is dead serious. I'm guy. dead ass serious. And you Who know what? Some Joe Burrow. I love and, and the, the it's it's heartbreaking for me to say that because I love Lamar. It is, and you know what I like about Joe Burrow is because I think there's a fine line between douchey and cool. And Joe Burrow's cool. Joe Burrow's a cool guy. Joe Cool. He's, he's a cool guy. A cool he's guy. swag, you know. Yeah, he's got yeah. that swag cool that guy. we like, you know. He is People the fucking age spokesperson like person for that dance. Get the gat, you know, where yeah, they just yeah. did. I mean, yeah, Joe Burrow's sure. cool. Joe Burrow is fucking certified. He uh um the coolest thing that Joe Burrow did that I've seen was when he played at LSU it was on senior night. He spelled his name like the French do, like the Cajuns do, and down yes. in Louisiana, oh, yes. Burrow with a E A U X. Dude, that is fucking cool, man. I'm sorry, yeah. that's just cool. That's just knowing your audience. Yeah. You know, you're surrounded by some French MFs, and you're just fucking playing <laughs> to that base, baby. Yeah, it's amazing. Baby. It's yeah. cool, and he's from Ohio. Yeah. He has no fucking ties to Louisiana mm-hmm. except playing there, and he embraced it. Good for Joe Burrow, man. And, and I, love, cool and I love how he goes up to the other players and just, and just introduces himself. Hey, I'm Joe. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I think Joe. every player in the NFL knows who the fuck the most, you the are. Most common name. So Daniel's <laughs> got Joe. Um, who wants to go next? 
Yeah, um, let me go next. MVP? MVP. MVP. Oh, buddy boy. MVP. Who you got? I'm going to say Joe Burrow, too. No way. Yeah. And, and, and I didn't even pick them winning the division. He's going to make a wild card spot, and he's going to go super deep in the playoffs again. I hope to the Super Bowl. It'd be cool as fuck. I mean, okay. if it's not my Dolphins, then let it be Joe Burrow. But yeah, Joe Burrow is my MVP for sure. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. So I don't think any of these guys win MVP. Right. Right. I get that. But the obvious choice is Mahomes or Rogers. No. Brady. Nope. Okay. Ooh. Wow. I'm, I'm surprised. Kyle Pitts wins MVP <laughs> next season. Wow. <laughs> if that happens, Dan. Dan, if that Whatever, happens, Dan. Man. Dan, if that happens, Dan, I'm, I'm gonna give you ten dollars. How the uh, ten dollars? I will give. I will give you a hundred dollars. I think he's going to. Average, How he's going to average over a hundred receiving yards with Mariota throwing to him, who he's runs gonna, he's, first. He's going to finish with double-digit touchdowns. That is Mark incredible it down. of a when has a tight has a tight end ever won MVP? I don't think so. I don't think so too. That's I mean, not even possible. I know we're hurting for views right now, but like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. That's a that's a hot take. That yeah, I hope Dan's Dan's hurting. Yeah. Dan's feeling like hurt or I something. I hope they oh, splatter I, that I, all I over social hurting, media. Right. Uh, for me, guys, look, I, Lamar's in a contract year, and he has not accepted the deals the Ravens had offered him because he thinks he can get more because he can accomplish more. Lamar's mindset right now is that I'm not accepting any kind of extension because if I win a Super Bowl with you guys or get to the Super Bowl, you can give me more. And that's his mindset. And Lamar can't throw a deep ball. He had a lot of good deep throws last year. He kind of faded towards the end of the season. I think Lamar gets his second MVP next year. I think Lamar knew that his, his season was over after how many injuries he had at the beginning. And he also, he tried, I mean, I don't think he's had any injuries that were substantial. No, not him. Injuries as a team. His team. Oh, his team. His team. Gotcha. His team. I mean, gotcha. He yeah, Lamar's lost. a healthy mug. Yeah, Lamar is a healthy mug. His team, on another hand, hand is not. So I, the so I told you guys, Pitts, out of the four here, I'd pick Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen comes out with a vengeance this year. Cool. Based off how that season ended last year, I yeah. think he's coming out with a vengeance. He's, he's going to say, he's, he's saying, I'm not leaving this season to the fucking referees. I'm going to dominate every game. I that agree, was my I agree with that, Dan, oh, and I I think that might he might just win it because of that one rule. Guys, excuse me. I have to use the restroom. Oh, my God. All right, so I want to transition to Tyler, our special guest right now. Tyler. Hawk is flying in. Out of Lamar, Allen, Herbert, or Joe Burrow. Who is going to win MVP? Uh, I have my – I mean, I would put money on Josh Allen. That's just that's just my two cents. Sure. Um, um, like reiterating what you just came off of, he's going to come out with a vengeance. He wants to make sure that sure. he's going to make a statement this year. Based off of the division that he's in, we already know the Buffalo Bills are going to win the division and not the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, why Tyler, is he looking Tyler, at my soul please, when he says it? Please don't, let's not go down the Dolphins rabbit hole. He's looking yeah. deep in your eyes. He's trying to find those um, eyes under those sunglasses. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I'm – yeah, I just think Josh Allen is going to come out with a vengeance this year. Joe Burrow, obviously, he's he made a statement this is his second year into the league, and he's you know I think he's going to put money his money where his mouth is. But overall, I think Josh Allen probably has the best odds. Okay, all right, hell yeah, dude, I absolutely love that. Well, guys, I want to transition here. So we have, I think, one of my favorite days of the year outside of the Masters week. We have the 2022 NFL Draft tomorrow, and you guys know I've been bringing news and you notes to you guys. Dan Every made a brisket. <laughs> <laughs> it's not done yet. I don't think, oh, I don't sorry, think, Drew. I don't think I've met a person that loves the NFL draft more than Dan does. You I know think, that? I, he I talks think. about it during the during the season. He talks about it at the end of the season. He talks about it during the draft. He talks about the draft that... The next draft after the draft just happened. He's well, already talking about on. the next one. No, oh, you want to know what's yeah. going to piss me off? So right after the draft is done tomorrow, Mel Kuyper is going to release way too early mock draft for 2023. It's like, why would no you way. even post that? Dan, Mel Kuyper? Dan, the thing is, if you had it your way, you would release it way no, too early. I, no, I think that's so stupid. You know I, what I mean? But, but I, that's his job. He's solely a draft I guy. I think he's a horrible years. draft analyst. I do. Do you know? Do you want to know his backstory though? I, 
I so they yeah. they submitted. There was a contest in the '80s newspaper, wherever he's from, and you had to submit your your picks on what you thought was going to happen. Sure, he, sure. Got, he got the most right. Wow! Ah. In his city, wherever that paper was. And I so mean, it's hard to there, predict draft picks. Yeah. I mean, talk about uh, sports betting. You bet a really good, like you know. Yeah. Imagine betting on I'm going to get the first five picks right. I, that's hard to do. Right. I I don't respect his opinion per se that much but i do respect how he got there and there are a lot of other sources out there that can give you better draft perspectives yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I, there are I, but i'm know, not i'm not talking shit about him either. You, you know who fell off i haven't seen a lot of him recently todd mcshay where the fuck is todd mcshay uh, gone he's, he's been doing his thing he's been there has been there yeah. i've been where <laughs> where the fuck's been here there and everywhere <laughs> hip to be square <laughs> so the first, I told you guys, I want to drop a couple rumors here. Uh, so the two top corners are Sauce Gardner and Derek Stingley, who was an all-pro at LSU his freshman year. I saw the Texans, I'm sure this won't shock anybody because the Texans are a dumpster fire, are looking at potentially taking Derek Stingley at number three. Saw that. Apparently, that is disgusting. Apparently, he was really uh, like he was exceptional his freshman year, yeah, and then he was. every year after that, he kind of fell off. He like not not by much, but he his numbers, I guess, substa- like they fell off. So, his numbers. So, fell were off. there any injury things going on there? Well, I so don't his, know. His that. last year, he had Liz Frank. So that that's okay. one of my concerns. He, I, he had Liz Frank. What is that? Uh, it, it's like a complicated surgery in your foot that at least takes between nine to ten months to recover. Mm. Well, that is a long recovery, I can tell you that. Yeah, so I, I just I throw up some red flags there because I, I don't know how you guys feel. The Texans need much, a lot. much more than gambling. And don't get me wrong, the gamble could work out. And I like Derek Stingley. I don't yeah, like yeah. him at number three, though. I agree. They need. I mean, essentially, they could use everything. Yeah, they could use Essentially, everything. they could use everything. So because they could use everything, you prioritize the most important positions. So if it's not quarterback, it's got to be offensive line or edge. And if you're that high in the draft, you get an edge. This so is an edge So you're draft. saying Thibodeau. Yeah, I yeah, agree. The why draft. the fuck not? You, you choose over what the draft is, work is with carrying. Like, you work with the draft. But I did see that apparently they're shopping Laramie Tunsil, so they could use an offensive line. Where did you see that? They are not uh, shopping. I've heard, I, I've heard from multiple people they are not shopping Laramie well, Tunsil. Well, I heard that they did. Tunsil. You heard from Coward? You heard from El Kuiper? I know it wasn't Cowherd, but. Uh, you heard from Dan Radjak? Who'd you hear it from? I don't know, actually. That's so it's not true. Heard it well, from I heard it from somewhere. I didn't just make that up. So I know yeah. I heard it from somewhere. But, guys, I think the receiver thing is kind of interesting, too, especially because of Jamar Chase theory, sure. which we talked about a couple weeks ago. Sure. Um, I mean, where are these guys going? I mean, I think there's a chance the Jets at four. The, oh I mean, God. even the Texans, I feel like, is not out of the question that they it's, would take. It's not. No. And the, it, Texans wide receiver. To, the Texans need to do something crucial. I mean, and, and, and I feel like this draft, making the right decision in this draft, could, could decide their fate maybe for the next Couple five, years. ten years. Who no, even longer than that. The, yeah. the only mistake they can make is if they drafted one of these quarterbacks because this is a franchise they're, they're, that they're, they're very sold on Davis Mills, from what I've heard. This is not a franchise where there's any pressure that they're going to do anything next year. No one expects them to even sure, sure. finish third in their division. Like they're finishing last in their division. That's what everyone expects. So don't waste your top pick on a quarterback in this draft class. This right. isn't a, a it's great quarterback class. So just get a, a, a great player at another key position, either offensive line or edge. Just do it. Yes, you make a great point. And, Dan, I know you've been covering the draft probably as long as I have. Mm-hmm. I want to say for me, I've called it intensely since like 2008-7. This is 100% the worst quarterback class. I've ever seen. We've ever had. We've ever seen in our life. Ever had. There's not one really good quarterback that I I would say that. I mean, yes, there's some quarterbacks. If Kenny Pickett goes last, if Kenny Pickett was in last year's draft, he would 100% be picked after Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Who am I missing here? You know what I heard? You know what I saw today? People had higher grades on Jordan Love coming out over these quarterbacks coming out this year. That's disgusting. Out of all of them? Yes. Holy shit. That is disgusting. I just—I yeah. don't even—I want to throw up after that. Mm. Uh, I mean, you're excused. I, I, in regards in regards to the receiver, it wouldn't shock me if one goes early just from a control standpoint, but that'd just be foolish. Um, the next thing I saw was what the fuck was it? Um, 
I think Philadelphia and Carolina have talked about switching places. So Carolina going to 15 and Philadelphia going to 6. I know Philadelphia is targeting a defensive end, a corner in Carolina. Yeah, they could get their offensive tackle or quarterback, uh, but they don't have any picks from 6 to 127. And the other thing I'll say, too, I think if they wait till 15, they could get picket there. I'll be completely honest. I think they could get picket at 15. I'm just going off history. I definitely think both quarterbacks are gone top 10. But but I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, they're going to go top 10 because of how they, there's so many teams that need quarterbacks right now. I think that's the. I sure. mean, it's that's just like I feel like you're wasting a pick, but you're pressured to waste the pick. Yeah, you have to. You be. have to do it, like, even though you know. 75% chance it does not work. It's supply and demand. And I it made is. this analogy a few weeks ago. When COVID happened, like you went to the grocery store or wherever to get your toilet paper. It didn't matter how good it was. You just had to find toilet paper. Sure. Same analogy. It doesn't matter how good the quarterbacks are. you got to find somebody. The pressure is unreal to find your quarterback. Yeah. I think I it's – to be so. honest, to be totally honest, I think it's going to be hard to find good quarterbacks for maybe the next five, ten years. I mean, just imagine people younger than us trying to step up and fulfill the role of the previous quarterbacks that we've had in the NFL. I know. You know what? It is a lot. It is a, lot, a huge responsibility. Sure, and, sure. And and to find those kids, it's you know what? And and the way that we've been through the NFL so long now, we through the drafts, we can rank them and all that stuff. And I'm sure that puts some pressure on them and some. Some people are just like, hey, I'm just gonna do something else. I'm not gonna be a quarterback. Let me do. Let me try to be something else. It's a lot of pressure, you know. So, yeah. it, I think it's only gonna get harder for to find a great quarterback in the NFL. So you need to take advantage of every quarterback that comes into right. any draft. Because because you may not be that high in the draft next year. That's not your yeah. franchise's goal. Hey, yeah, and maybe, that is not your goal. Maybe one of these guys really is that dude, and we just don't know it yet. And then th that team that picks them, they look like geniuses, you know? And it exactly. could happen. That's fine. I mean, no one expects it. It's literally the least pressure situation ever. I just – the expectations are very low. I yeah. could not agree with you more. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see what kind of happens. But those, you know, there's there's a couple. I know the Jets are targeting Thibodeau, but I mean, there's I, I've shared with a lot of rumors and notes with you guys the last couple of weeks. So um, we're gonna see what happens in the draft tomorrow. And stay tuned. We might have some live reactions, especially to the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys, yes. we're especially. live on Instagram right now. We'll be live again tomorrow. Hell I can tell yeah. you that. Um, I'm going to rush from work to get to this fucking draft. You guys want to make, you. You make that commitment? We're yeah. going to broadcast We're, the top five. Yeah, you, yes. you, yes. you yeah, see, let's do it. Why do not? You, let's do you do it. see that live mark right there on Instagram? Tyler, had, Tyler yeah. look at it right in the eye. Yeah, give a little peace sign. We've had constant people on there Dude, the entire Look at, look at my battery. Show. It is red as a cherry. Okay, well, red as a cherry. We'll be live tomorrow. We're going to let it go <laughs> until it dies. Yeah. And we'll do the Ride draft, it out, baby. And um, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, yeah. It means a lot. We appreciate the support. So um, stay tuned tomorrow. Draft time, baby. Let's go. Let's yeah. do it. I mean, guys. I'm more excited about the brisket than draft, but that's just Yeah, cool. I'm excited <laughs> about the brisket, too. That's amazing. I got to wake up and trim it, bro. You, oh, you better wake up and put it in, the, in wherever you're putting it in for a long time. Couldn't that's you see Dan, like, using a lawn tool to trim <laughs> it? Like, well, I am the hexagonal pit boss yeah. <laughs> um, guys once again we are at midnight mulligan brewery if you live in charlotte and you have not been here yet you're missing out it's a great time this is, I mean, this is up and coming it's this up, is and, up coming. and coming it's a great time you got one of the i mean it's a great view for a, a brewery in charlotte if you're missing out on a view you're missing out on great beer from someone that is in charge i mean Jack, he, he's a jack of all trades. He's a jack of all trades. He's, yeah, he's in heard, charge of everything. You heard him here. Yeah, you heard him. You I heard mean, him. Listen and to so, that guy, Jeff. And you might catch yeah, us Jeff live here. Jeff is the man. So, you know, you just might, yeah, stop you might, by. Yeah, you might, might catch us live here now. You might catch us live later. Who knows? But, yeah. but yeah, it's it's a great time. Come on out. Check out the space. All right. So, let's, let's uh, you guys, we're coming up on time here. Let's transition to our outro. Something that I thought we should start doing because, you know, we're going to drink a lot of beers. I want everybody to rate their favorite beer that we had tonight on a scale of one to 10. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me go first. My go favorite was that sour, the mixed berry sour. Or was it a mixed berry? No, it was a sour. It wasn't a goza. It was a sour. 
Um, Lush Preserves is the name. Dude, if you like sour, if you like anything that kind of, you know, gets the old uh, mouth watering, this shit is really fucking good. Like, I loved it. I, I think I had, like, I pretty much had two cans of this, two yeah. pints of this. Um, it is my favorite one. I like the porter, yeah. and wow, there's another glass I just found right here, so I'm going to drink that. <laughs> just randomly um, found. This porter is very good. Midnight Mulligan, what's it called? Did anyone have the can? No, it wouldn't no, come in a can. It oh, it. oh, yeah, that's right. He right poured from it, the he right poured the it from the tab. Uh, we'll post it on the our social tap. media um, after this uh, episode airs. Um, but it's a porter from Midnight Mulligan. It's really good. I like stouts. I like porters. I like dark beer. Uh, I'm a fucking Guinness whore, so you know what I'm saying. He so fucking w- love that. So shit. he likes women dark too. I mean, he likes them all. Hey, know? it's yeah. okay. We we don't we don't have any preferences here. So yeah, yeah, we yeah. like everything. So Florian, we're gonna start doing this every brewery we go to. Scale one to ten on the sour. Give me a give me a decimal. Give oh me a decimal. yeah, I'm gonna go figure skating score because I've learned over the years on the internet. Uh, you got to go figure skating score. Um, I'm gonna say a really solid. 8.1 out of 10. 8.1. Nice. Yeah, I really like that shit. I really like it. Daniel, I what really about, like what about you? What's your favorite beer? 8.8, and that's the, my on, favorite. On which beer? Wow. On the sour. On and the that, sour. That is wow. my favorite, yeah. yeah. Sours. And, and I, can, I can list them off real quick, all four. And I put the porter at the last, but I do think that it is one of the best porters that I have ever, I have ever had. Super mild. Super, Super mild. mild. Yeah. And, it, no, I... I I'm the person here that does not like my uh, porters, that does not like stouts, and and for me to say something something positive about a porter, sure. it, it, it it's it's a great porter because sure. they, they usually have really strong like vanilla or some other like flavor, right? And it's a little too much because they like pump the shit out of it with that. But this is really like balance. It's really good. Oh, yeah. and food. Wow. Yes. Um, Fries of the round table. Yeah, and another reason why we love this place, there's food here. I mean, yeah. wow. And uh, Not right. bar food. And so food. what else? What are your other beers? No, so, so yeah, let me, uh, yeah, so I had the, I had the uh, sour for my number one, porter for my last one. It was very close tie for second and third between the other two. And so we had the golden, right? One was the golden and one was the... Uh, one was not the golden. No, what, that's not the golden. There was Sorry. a pale ale and a West Coast IPA. Yes. The IPA was my, my number two. Okay. Then the pale ale was my number three. Love it. That's, that's great. So yep. we got the 8.1, 8.8 on the sour. Dang, give us another beer. Give us a rating. For me, my favorite one was the Embers Resurrected, the West Coast IPA. Absolutely delightful to drink. I'm going to give it a solid 7.97 okay. on, on the Richter scale. <laughs> 7.97? You're going double wow. decimal? Yeah. Wow. Hey, you know, anyways, I, I, like to, I like to keep it frothy. So uh, that, that, was, that was probably my favorite uh, out of what I've drinking. That's awesome. Tonight. I'm actually going to rate the porter. And based off porters that I've had before, I'm going to give that a 8.4. That is a good porter because of the mildness. It no. is a good porter. Great with the mildness. I love it. Okay. Well, hell yeah, yeah. boys. Well, once again, you guys know. I, do, do we got a little time for a little good thing of the week? You guys yeah. know? Yeah, we do. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, good let's good do thing it. of the week, baby. Jim, you kick it off, bud. Oh, a good thing. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm excited to have everybody over to the house tomorrow smoking some yeah. brisket. But tomorrow actually has a potential to be a doomsday. Oh, God. The Sixers play at 7 uh, o'clock and are going to be done right around the draft time, time that Philadelphia <laughs> drafts. And what could happen here is the Sixers lose and Philadelphia drafts a quarterback. I'm going to respectfully oh ask all of you God. to leave. Yeah. I won't. E- I'll just say, okay. please, please. But can we imagine? take some brisket with us? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it either way. I don't give a damn. We'll have to see. It's a 10-and-a-half-pound <clears throat> brisket. But, no, uh, excited to have everybody over. This has been a blast tonight. Um it's just it's it's been a good week. So Drew, I'll throw it to you. No, this good thing in a week is getting to know Jeff, getting to go behind the scenes on the brewery. Yeah. Um, we wanted to give honest ratings here on the beers. We hope to do that to some other breweries in Charlotte. Um, yeah. That was my favorite thing of the week, straight up. Yeah. Um, favorite thing of the week, um, Daniel and I were business partners. We own a pool cleaning company. So if you guys move to Charlotte, North Carolina, and you need, uh, and <laughs> shit, you happen to have a pool at the house you buy, uh, we clean that shit. <laughs> um, and we've gotten a few more customers this week. So business is looking good. I would say that's my good thing of the week. And also, like, you know, I, this whole experience right here was amazing. Yeah. Uh, like, 
Um, you guys can't see it there on Instagram and uh, those that will be watching this episode later on our YouTube. Um, but we have our loved ones here. We have yep. our friends. We have our family. Um, people that support us, and uh, that shit is amazing. That feels really good. I'm not yes, going to lie. It, it does. does. So. It feels damn good. That is my good thing of the week. I mean, look at the people that are surrounding yeah. us right now. We have some supporters here. We have some family here. And we, I mean, what we a great our, brewery. We have our bud Tyler here. Tyler's on the Tyler's episode. Here. We got one of our best friends on, on yes, the show and, the he- and, 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 and said a few things, you know? So, yep. yep. So before we, before we close it out here, we have a special announcement to make for our next event. Okay. Our next event here, we got a couple awesome guests. And I know we're a football podcast, but you ever heard of football, okay? We got the a foot, the we, football. We, we got a new team here in them, Charlotte. Them Europeans. Them, yeah, them Europeans. And uh, we're going to support that tailgate. We have a cool couple guests really deep in that scene. So, Dan, uh, why don't you tell the, tell the crowd what we're going to do next? So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, on May 14th at the Charlotte FC game, we are going to have a live booth slash tailgate. Yes, sir. We're going to be there live like we are tonight. We're going to be shooting the shit. We're going to have a mic for anybody that wants to ask a question, give a suggestion. We're going to have our koozies, a lot of turnout, and um, we're just we're excited. It's going to be a blast. And, it's be a blast. and also, we got a suggestion box here physically at this brewery. I but saw some stuff get put in there. Okay, well, good. that's good. We're going to read that yeah. off. And well, then, uh, the, the for, keys are at home, so for, we can't open it. For <laughs> you guys on, uh, on Instagram and those watching our YouTube video later, um, in the comments, just drop your suggestion on questions. Again, we're a football podcast, NFL. Um, we drink beer, so it can be anything there. Hell, it could be anything about anything. Honestly, we don't give a fuck. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. answer any question. We, we hit so. anything in pop culture, man. Yeah, pop culture. It could be fucking anatomy. <laughs> I don't care. Fucking yeah. you, you tell talk about us, anything. Fuck it. You yeah. tell us, we'll answer it. We, yeah. uh, we want the feedback. So yeah, we do. And at the end of the day, we love Charlotte. Hell yeah, we're, we're trying to put this city on the map. Further on the map with okay. the beer, with the football. Let's yeah, do it both. We'll drop the uh, the city cityscape of Uptown uh, that's right behind Dan and Drew there um, on the Instagram later. For sure. Yep. We'll answer some of this in the, the suggestion box uh, box stuff uh, next episode probably, mm-hmm. and then we'll also give a rating to Midnight Mulligan as an overall brewery, and we will be doing this for every brewery that we go to throughout Charlotte. And so that everyone really gets a good understanding of like what's the best, what we think is the best feeling, or what's best brewery in in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. we're here for the people. Daniel, yeah. couldn't have said it better. I love it. Dan? I love it, boys. But this has been episode twenty-one of the Flights of the Roundtable podcast at Midnight Mulligan Brewery. Want to thank Trey who helped us get this whole thing set up. Jeff, who it just you know, absolute pleasure having them on. Lindsay, their social media manager. My wife for helping kind of post stuff, hand out different things. And all of our friends and family that showed up, shared our post on all social media platforms. Um, appreciate people on Instagram Live tuning in. And we thoroughly enjoyed all of the beers tonight. Once again, this has been episode 21 of the Flights of the Roundtable podcast. Mm -hmm. Hope everyone has a wonderful day, week, night, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Boom!